All right, episode three of the podcast. Yeah, we're getting those episodes in. Yeah, slowly but surely. It's actually been more difficult to do the podcasting than I anticipated, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought I'd be like, okay, great, we watched a movie, now let's record. But, like, it doesn't always happen like that. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Uh, We do need time to let it digest. And I also thought we'd be watching a lot more movies, but we pick a movie, we watch it, and then we pick a time to talk about it. Right. And it, it's working so far, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As good as so, it can. Well, this movie was a different experience for us. It I was. Think. We decided to go for a different genre, go for more of a rom-com. Yeah. Well, because the last two movies we did were very, like, heavy horror-ish films. Suspense thriller type, yeah. But this one, uh, this one was coming out, and we had our eye on it. Uh, that movie is You People. You People. Netflix's own, with a star-studded cast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, just to preface this uh, episode, um, we watched this movie um, in Costa Rica with our best friends, and we had a good time in Costa Rica, by the way, in case anyone was wondering. But um, immediately after watching this video... Or this video, this movie, I felt like, wow, I don't want to do a recording for this movie at all. Like, I have no desire to ever talk about this movie again. Yeah, uh, spoilers for our opinion, but we did not. We hated like this. it. This movie was not it. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah. We, man, I just remember. So we watched it with two of our best friends, like I said, and um, you know, like we all have like a range of life experiences and opinions it's a great crowd really but um the whole movie like you and i are watching it because we knew we were podcasting it so mm-hmm. we were like all right let's watch let's pay attention meanwhile like our friends are both sitting over there like <laughs> on their phones barely paying just attention. checked out not even worried about it <laughs> and i get it i was like honestly i wish i could be you right now but i gotta have something to say about this movie and halfway through i was like you know what we are not podcasting this movie. Absolutely not. So I was like, let me get on my phone. But anyway, here we are. And I think part of the reason why we decided to actually review this movie was mostly for me, mostly from like the feedback I was seeing from people on social media Mm -hmm. who were saying they loved it. There's been some surprisingly very positive reactions to this movie. And I'm just very curious to like really see why (laughs) yeah like how did you like this it's just like kind of blows my mind um yeah but anyway (laughs) there's different kind of comedies that appeal to certain people i get it uh just this one i feel like has a lot of objective misses negativity yeah misses yeah just i feel like it's safe to say like this is just a bad movie and we will get into well we thought that but the public may disagree so i mean this is very true yeah so we're gonna we're gonna give our thoughts and i am really hoping we get some comments that tell us why people love this movie because i have got to know (laughs) yeah if you enjoyed this movie good for you (laughs) 
not taking that away. But if you are listening you to this, not taking that away while also saying good for you. <laughs> we are about to uh, dissect this movie. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So basically, this movie is like a classic play on Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, which is basically, um, you know, a, a young couple gets together. They come from opposing backgrounds in this situation. He's white, she's black, he's Jewish, she's or he was raised Jewish and she was raised Muslim. Mm -hmm. Um, so we've got that at play here, and it's essentially like exploring the dynamics of oh, meet my parents and see what they think of you. And spoilers, the parents don't like them. A tale as old as time. This has been done to death. So, like, nothing about the story of this movie is new. True. Like that's True. already been done. And and like you said, this is based off of a story that's like what did that come out? Like the sixties or something? It was a long time ago. Yeah. 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 So um yeah. So that's kind of the that's kind of like the basic storyline. Obviously the couple like there's, you know, some moments in the movie that were intended to be funny. There's some like situational comedy happening. Eddie Murphy is in this movie, so like, you know, you expect a, a comedic performance there. Um yeah, we so. have Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy, two people who are really known for their comedy. Objectively funny. People. Right. Like they right. they've done so much that have been received very well and I I just feel like this was a really good opportunity to have something really special. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Even with the like replayed story because it's not like a new concept to like take mm-hmm take a, a storyline and remake it like that this is kind of like the era of remakes so I, i'm not mad at that um but i will say guess who from like what 2004 with bernie mac and ashton yeah, Kutcher did this perfectly um and we'll probably talk more about that but like you can't even compare these two movies in like what you people was trying to achieve and what guess who executed very very well but anyway. Agreed, agreed, yes. So the acting. So Jonah Hill's in it, we mentioned. Lauren London, who's like, you know, black Ooh, royalty. Right. But um, she's been in a couple of things. Most notably for me, I know her from This Christmas. That is pretty much all I know her in. Okay. Yeah. Um, she's also, you know, notably was with Nipsey Hussle for a really long time. Mm. Um, so um, Eddie Murphy, we already mentioned. Julia Lewis-Dreyfus. Um, plays Shelly, who is Jonah Hill's mom. And by the way, Jonah Hill's character's name is Ezra. Lauren London's character is named Amira. Um, Eddie Murphy is known as Akbar. And then also some other folks. Nia Long is in this movie for no reason, but... <laughs> Very little screen time. Doesn't We don't even really need to mention her, but she is in this movie. Right, right. And then David... Help me. Duchovny. Duchovny. Yeah. What is he from? He is, I think he's best known for playing Mulder in The X-Files. Oh, yeah. That is, yeah. It, that is immediately what I think of him. And then he is in some other stuff. I think he was in like a Showtime or HBO series called like Californication or something oh, like that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. He, he he has some good work. Yeah. Under his belt. Yeah. For sure. Lots of like, you know, special appearances and cameos. Like Mike Epps is in this movie, who I adore. I think he's hilarious. Um, but yeah, like you mentioned, like it's star studded. And so when you go into a movie like that, you're like, oh man, it's going to be great. Um, which is, you know, stupid because there's been plenty of movies that are star studded that just don't work. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, and it is a legitimate tactic 
for marketing to like have these really recognizable actors all over it. But sometimes you got to wonder like when you see a movie like this and you're like, oh, wow, that's a great cast. I really haven't heard much else about this movie. Yeah. That might be a red flag. Yeah. And that was the case for me, at least. Like, really? I, I had not heard anything about this movie, and but I understood who was in it oh. and what it was called. And I think you mentioned it to me about what the premise is. And I'm like, wow, wow, you know what? That actually sounds great. I really don't need to know anymore. Hmm. I'd heard about this movie for a few weeks, probably like the end of the end of the um, year. Um, so I knew that it was coming out. Most of what I knew about the movie though, was people talking on social media about how in the world are we supposed to believe that Jonah Hill pulled Lauren mm -hmm. London <laughs> by like accidentally getting in her car thinking she was an Uber. So like the whole way that they meet is Jonah Hill's leaving his crappy job and he's looking for his Uber and, um, he hops in this lady's car who has like the same make and model as his Uber driver kind of looks like his Uber driver and he hopped in her car just like thinking that, you know, she's the Uber driver. Well, she's not. And she's like screaming and he's screaming back. And like, you know, they're kind of yelling at each other, get out of my car, blah, blah, blah. And then like the whole interaction ends up with like, all right, you know, cause she's lost. So yeah. like, all right, I'll show you where you need to go. And then we get into basically this whole, like, you know, montage of like, their experience over the next six months or whatever and how like oh apparently they fall deeply in love and blah 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 yeah there's a lot of liberty of jumping time time jumping time jumping yeah yeah supposed to just fill in the blank ourselves right right but i thought what was crazy about this love story is that i i was not buying it like I think we had talked after the movie is like did they kiss at all in this movie yeah and if they did Ew, I don't know, but ew. <laughs> so yeah, let's just let's just point this out now. In a romantic comedy or romantic drama, whatever it may be, whenever there is romance for the leads, you absolutely have to have chemistry. And they just did not have no. it. You could it tell, wasn't there. You could tell they're homies. Like and I saw um an interview with Lauren London and she was like, Yeah, that's my guy, that's my dude. I'm like, I can tell. You guys are obviously just friends. And yeah. it's so uncomfortable. There are scenes when they're like, you know, lying in bed together or cuddling. And I'm just like cringing the whole time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, wow. It just didn't work the entire runtime. I'm like, am I supposed to actually believe this and buy this? Right. Yeah. It did not. <laughs> yeah. I did not. <laughs> so already, like the chemistry is not working for the genre that is set up mm -hmm. or part of it. The romantic side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True. So then let's get to the other side, which is the comedy. Oof. And the comedy... How long do we have? <laughs> the comedy is also just meh. Like, there were some things that made me laugh. I think Amira's brother um, made me laugh a few times. Mm -hmm. He had some one-liners that made me laugh. There was some situational comedy that made me laugh a bit. Um, there's a scene um, at, at the dinner table um, where there's like a fire and it's just kind of like, oh, everything's going so right. wrong. And the families are like obviously disagreeing about ideologies, given that they're Jewish and Muslim and yeah. have different you know, views. And like that, that was funny to me. But the things that they were trying to make funny did not land, in my opinion. Yeah, a lot of the comedy revolves around the fact that it is a white person Ugh, dating yes. a black person. Which is like... The fact that the white family is Jewish and then the black family is Muslim and they interact and they have these just 
absolutely unrealistic conversations that nobody probably would ever have. But for the sake of comedy, quote unquote, they are put into these situations where they're just saying things that like not even going to happen. Do you have any like in mind that you're thinking of as you say that? Uh, there's just some like blatant digs mm-hmm. at like being white mm-hmm. or I, so let's, let's talk about when, uh, Amira or in London's character meets, um, Ezra's family yeah. for the first time. Oh yeah. Right off the bat, the bomb's just like, you know, and this is in the trailer. She's like, I think what the police are doing to black people is messed up. I get what they're going for. It's just a little bit too on the nose. I just do not see that happening and it just it it takes me out yeah and then the father who who is played by david duchovny is just like oh i love exhibit and just talking about exhibit all (laughs) this he's like like, i like your braids Exhibit had braids it's just like (laughs) oh okay it's funny because exhibit's black and he's talked to a black person right like no it oh my goodness yeah a lot of the comedy is just so edgy like that yeah yeah I I really didn't like how heavy-handed the uh the race issue was played here and it's not because like I I am not uncomfortable with race race relations mm-hmm. at all like that's not what it is it's more so that it just they didn't do it in a clever way it was right. it was just so like I don't know campy is not even the word but for example Shelly the mom yep. who's played by Julia Lewis Dreyfus. Dreyfus. Good job. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, she, like, to your point, like, she just said the most outlandish things. And it was, she was actually being earnest, I think, yeah. as a character. Mm-hmm. So she would say things like, um, she would talk to her about her hair and be in, like, you know, she would say, oh, I love your earlobes or, like, something mm-hmm. like something crazy like that. It's just like, what? Like, you're insane. And, um, but she was genuinely just so excited to have this woman in her in her family. She was excited that her son had found someone that he wanted to be with. So it was genuine. It's just that it was so outlandish. Like, it could yeah. have been way less heavy-handed and still have gotten the point across. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Uh, the father had said something um, when they all Ezra's met for father? the first Ezra's father okay. had said something when they all met for the first time, you know, when the mother said something about like, Oh, what the police are doing to black people is so messed up. And he was like, Oh, well they have like a really difficult job to do. Like that was real. Like that was a real part of a conversation of like, yes. you know, like, Hey, here's like the other side mm-hmm. of this, which is like, you know, the police have a difficult job to do. And that's a real conversation. That is a real conversation that could come up. I agree. Not I agree. you have nice earlobes. Mm-hmm. Like the anyway. So yeah, I, I get what you're saying there. Yeah. No. Uh, working off that point, there are actual instances in the movie that would really be interesting to explore and to dive deeper into, like the dynamics of a white person, a black person dating, and them not fully understanding like their backgrounds. And how that plays out. I feel like that is actually something we don't see a lot of in movies or television that they could have explored. Really? I guess I, I guess I don't see it enough. I, I'm struggling to think of a of an example. Okay, Do the you have one, one. Yeah, the one that comes to mind for me is Save the Last Dance. Like very clearly, like you guys don't understand each other. Save the Last Dance. Okay, this yes. is from early two thousands as well. Yes, ah, yes. Okay. This is Sean Patrick Thomas. 
and my least favorite actors in the world. <laughs> oh boy. I will not even say her name, but you can inform the others if you'd like to. Okay. Uh Julie Stiles. Yeah. Right? Julia okay. Stiles. Yeah. That's been a minute since I've seen that, so please forgive me. Yeah. No, I mean like that's just one example, but I think I think the the black white dichotomy is explored often. Not always well, but often. Okay, I'll give you that. What I would have liked to see in this movie is a little more of like the Jewish Muslim differences mm -hmm. because that was like new for me to see. And I was like, oh, wow, like this is, you know, these two cultures have like very different ideologies and that could really like mess up a couple when it comes to their families. But um, it, I guess it turned, I guess the point of that was neither of the, both of them had parents that were devout, mm -hmm. but neither of them were really like, seeped into their religious beliefs yeah. so maybe that's why they do bring that up once in the movie as maybe sort of a, a way to have the characters be a little bit more layered but it's i don't know it's a conversation of like oh like okay so they're getting married and they there's a particular person that's present uh for a muslim wedding yeah. yeah the imam which lauren london's character is like oh yeah i want to have an imam there and, and he's like, since when are you right. like practicing Muslim? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she throws it kind of back in his face. He's like, I'm not out here not trying to eat bacon. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just like, I'm not trying to keep it kosher or anything. Yeah. And so I, I feel like that was the only time that was used just for that little bit. Yeah. And then it doesn't come back up. Yeah. Except the parents. The parents do have it out about their religious beliefs um, over dinner mm -hmm. when like Louis Farrakhan is is brought up and like that's just that was just like to me that was fun it's not funny that's not what i mean to say but it's like the situational comedy is funny because her parents love louis farrakhan and obviously his parents have no respect for him and you know don't agree with his beliefs so that to me was just and like you know the two of them are sitting on opposite sides of the table mm. like oh what do we do that was funny to me that no so that that was a good setup uh, the execution was, it, it missed me. It missed me. Okay. I, I didn't necessarily, I wasn't enjoying that part. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I think it's weird to say I enjoyed the part where Eddie Murphy was, Well, as far know, as for what it's going for, <laughs> yeah, as far as what it's going for, like, if you laughed at it, I, that was obviously the intention. I just yeah. thought it was a huge miss. The pacing of this movie was also just really off. Like, so for, basically, Ezra and Amira met in the uber and then they six months later suddenly literally suddenly, literally a car that says six months later yeah they they have moved in together they bought a house actually they own a like house. like like let's be real they bought a house together in la and neither of them had met the other's parents yet somehow so that just doesn't i mean to me like that's just not realistic who does that it's a reach it's a reach yeah um, so Ezra decides that he wants to take, um, Amira's parents to lunch to basically ask them to, if he can marry her, basically. Yeah, and this is the very first instance that he's getting to meet them. Right. So he takes them to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, of all places to take your girlfriend's black parents you know because they're black the very first time you want to meet them you want to make a good impression so you take them to roscoe's chicken and waffles um yeah <laughs> so um yeah so he takes them there and like right off the bat like eddie murphy who's who obviously plays amira's dad neil long plays her mother for whatever reason 
Um, she's in this movie for like 10 minutes, but um, they are just giving him a hard time from the jump. Yeah, he so he's fumbling over his words. He's trying he's he's make, trying to make light conversation and it's just not working out in his favor and he's coming off super ignorant just saying all the wrong things and it feels like this is supposed to be like a funny moment because oh, you know, I'm cool and <laughs> this place is nice and how are you guys all this and they're clearly uncomfortable. They're just like, "What do you need? Like, what do you Yeah, want? why are you here? Also, they continue to just call him like white boy in front of his face oh, and like that's that doesn't happen. <laughs> When he is not called Ezra, he's being called White Boy. And it's, <laughs> in case you didn't it's get cringy. what they were going it's for. Cringy. Yeah. It's cringy. It's um, cringy. I, so besides the fact that this lunch is going terribly wrong, like you're meeting them for the first time and asking them if they, if you can marry their daughter. And Eddie Murphy's response is basically like, you could try to marry my daughter. Like, right. you know, you're not going to get very far. But There's this comment that he makes to uh, Neil Long where it's like, oh, this is, the curse of your white granddaddy yeah. coming back to haunt me. Yeah. So there's already this, there's already this, um, this thing where he has this idea of white people. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and now it's coming back to him. And I just, it's so weird to me that there's a history here where he's like dealing with like a white family member or relative, and now all of a sudden like he has this like severe problem with it, like he doesn't know how to maybe this. maybe I don't, I don't know i i mean like how often do you like okay my grandma in baltimore excluded like how often do you <laughs> hang out with my grandparents like you know like it, it was it, so neil long's character has a white grandfather and he's saying like oh this is all because of you and your family but like i don't think he had much experience with this person i didn't get a sense that like he knew this guy well he was just i think it was just First of all, it was a dumb comment to to add. Yeah, in. Like, I, I think just, it was just yeah. supposed to be like a funny bit, and it wasn't probably. funny to me. Yeah, I didn't funny. think it was funny. But anyway, um, the other thing I thought was weird is like I am not buying that Eddie Murphy and Neil Long are Lauren London's parents. No, I wasn't even buying that Eddie Murphy and Neil Long were married to each other. Mm -hmm. I was like, are they divorced <laughs> parents? Like, I just there was no chemistry there. And I guess it was just because they were so focused on being rude to Ezra that, like, there was no... I just didn't believe that they were married at all. Yeah, actually, so Ezra and Amira are the main characters, but also Shelly and Akbar are, like, main characters. Yeah. We focus a lot of time on those four. Yeah. So when it comes to, like, Neil Long and Eddie Murphy, yeah, I'm not buying it either. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why they didn't spend much time building the relationships between those two but i guess but um i thought it was crazy that they were so focused on not liking him because he was white because there were a lot of other reasons to not like ezra ezra lied all the time mm -hmm. ezra did drugs ezra like he was <laughs> he i mean he was like unemployed at one point you know like yeah and i thought that makes him like a bad character uh, that's but true. it's yeah. it's like how he handles it He's withholding this information. He's clearly trying to be portray himself in a way that's not authentic. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that those things make you a bad person. I'm just saying, like, if I was a parent and my kid was going to marry someone who had these qualities, I yeah. might be concerned more about that than the fact that he was white. <laughs> these are legitimate <laughs> concerns, yes. Yes. Um, you, were, you mentioned uh, kind of the four characters that we spend a lot of time with being Shelley Akbar and Ezra and Amira. And there's a lot of like parallelism in the movie of like Shelly going to Amira's 
bachelorette party at the same yeah. time that Ezra is going is or Akbar is going to Ezra's um bachelor party and like you know Shelly is like making an ass of herself at the bachelorette party and accidentally pulls one of Amira's friends mm-hmm. wigs off of her Everything head is going wrong like, it's going in terribly yeah and then um at at Ezra's bachelor party Akbar is like they're so they're in Vegas first of all and so they're you know they go to a strip club and they're go they're out like they're they're partying and um and you know Akbar is like oh this is what you do in your free time like uh-huh. it's not going well it's like major judgment like he's like again definitely reasons to have concerns about mm-hmm. who your daughter's marrying um but it just I didn't love the way that they filmed this or the way they put this together it was just like oh Amira does this and then Ezra does this and then and just like all right I get it they're they're opposites you know what I mean like yeah. I get it again it's it, I think it contributes to the bad pacing like they were clearly trying to show like two things happening at once and through this all like we're seeing how Akbar's acting and how Shelly's acting and I feel like Akbar Akbar is purposely there to ruin Ezra's party yeah and he's he's purposely there to try to like stop this marriage mm-hmm. while Shelly is genuinely trying to like get to know Amira and, and just failing accidentally yes <laughs> yes like she's really sweet and well-intentioned but she's just going about it kind of like the wrong way and failing and I feel like putting these two next to each other is kind of suggesting that they're both like the same side yeah. of the, the different, different sides, sides of the same, same coin. coin yeah yeah it, it's almost like if if the intention was we were supposed to believe that they were both negatively impacting this relationship the same way, huge miss. Because like you said, Akbar, from the jump, anytime he's spending time with Ezbar, Ez, Ezbar, <laughs> <laughs> Ezra, Suddenly. <laughs> he's, um, he's making his life miserable. He took him to, he's like, oh, I'm going to take you to a barbershop. Took him to a barbershop wearing oh blue. Gosh. He's, in LA like what yeah. like it's just he's just like making and making his life miserable whereas Shelly is like consistently putting her foot in her mouth and she is committing microaggressions it's true but at no point is she doing this to make Amira feel uncomfortable about mm-hmm. her race Shelly the entire time was so like excited to have Amira in her family. Yeah, she's genuinely to have happy. anyone in her family. Really, yeah. she just wanted her son to get married. From the jump of the movie, she's trying to like marry him off to some random girl in their community. So um, she was just excited to have a daughter-in-law, and she was just really trying to connect with her. And it mm-hmm. was coming out as microaggressions, but I really don't think that Shelley was ill-intentioned. No, and so she's to... very apologetic too. Whenever yeah. something happens, she's like, "Oh no, I didn't." mean that yeah. or I'm sorry and she really tries to make up for it speaking of saying sorry just a quick sidebar um Ezra is consistently like saying to his mom what are you doing like stop saying these things <laughs> stop saying words that are offensive like please stop whereas Amira does not check her dad not one time that, yeah that's so true isn't that crazy yeah it's again it's just this dynamic I feel like is not accurate well I mean it, Maybe. It, it just the way the story works i'm just like why is this happening this way like yeah yeah like why is amira not doing anything about yeah. her dad she's just like yep sorry my dad's racist like <laughs> so um there was a a conversation at the end of the movie at the rehearsal dinner between shelly and amira where i guess amira had just had enough 
um, of like Shelly's microaggressions and some of the things she was saying. And um, Shelly in that moment was trying to apologize to Amira Mm -hmm. about what happened at the bachelorette party when she snatched the girl's wig off by accident. Mm -hmm. And she's telling Amira like, oh, I was looking at like black hair on YouTube and blah, blah, blah. And um, she, (laughs) and, um, and, and she basically got Amira upset. Like Amira, well, she Amira got upset herself, and she starts yelling at her and saying, you know, like I'm not your toy, yeah, and like I'm not someone to that you're gonna like take to your friends and say like, oh, I I have a black daughter-in-law, blah blah blah. And she was basically characterizing Shelly in a way that was not accurate. Yeah, she is just like deliberately putting her down, and it's not coming from any place of uh, like understanding or listening to her. She's just building up all this offense and then just like letting her have it yeah and i feel sorry for shelly in that yes i feel sorry for her yes and i'm not sure if that was what was intended but i felt bad for shelly i did not connect with amira which is crazy considering like we face microaggressions all the time and i didn't connect with amira in that moment at all i felt Mm -hmm. sad for shelly and i felt like she didn't deserve that so that 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 was just off to me like why are we building this whole racial tension only for us to like feel sad for the the person that's yeah. like quote unquote committing the microaggressions it was just it was weird it it definitely missed me it i actually felt a, like that with both mira and akbar like their actions i was just like i don't feel like this is a great reflection towards black people like they're just they're letting them getting get away with like a lot of like mean stuff and especially akbar he's just he's irredeemable he doesn't mm. do anything that makes me like him towards the end but ezra is too Ezra, yeah, Ezra is not a redeemable character. Like, I'm not, not rooting no. for him at any point. I'm not rooting for Amira. The only person in this movie I was rooting for was Shelly, and they made her <laughs> cry. <laughs> so what I'll say about Ezra though is while yeah, while he's not like a great character, he does end up like internalizing some things. And he has like some introspective towards the end. Not that it makes up for anything, but it's so much more than what Aquar is. But it doesn't get us anywhere. So yes, no, at, the, at the end um eddie murphy does give like a speech that's kind of targeted toward ezra like in a in a not not a very like direct way that everyone else would know but it's basically you know calling him out without calling him out and ezra looks like he's taking that to heart but it's not and you know then the couple's like oh i don't know if it's gonna work out whatever 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 yeah the inevitable conflict that separates them right Mm -hmm. but i don't really think that ezra learned anything from that like he might have internalized it a little bit but i don't really like there at no point in this movie was he like let me learn more about your culture like you know it 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 didn't go anywhere so we actually get another time jump like oh yeah (laughs) yeah exactly what i wanted more time at the at the height of the conflict it skips three months later and it just shows like where ezra's at and where amir is at and like what they're doing yeah and yeah we we don't get any time spent with the characters to see if they they learned anything right right which like so we are big on like not doing spoilers so we're not going to tell you how the movie ends but the ending was whack it sucked one of the most ridiculous endings ever who would do something like that not just for a rom-com either (laughs) it's it's no it's ridiculous it doesn't make any sense it just it's not it's this stuff doesn't happen right it's not good at all um kenya barris <laughs> yes kenya barris is the director of the film and he's also a big uh producer with shows like blackish mixedish um 
grownish. Grownish. A lot of those shows that have like the ish in them. Yeah. Yeah. Kenya Barris is behind that. Kenya Barris has gotten some crap um, most recently because people are like, oh, Kenya Barris, he focuses on, you know, mixed race couples, like white black couples. Why is he always doing that? Blah, 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 blah. And like full disclosure, I am not a fan of Kenya Barris. I don't like blackish mixes grownish. But I don't think there's anything wrong with focusing on mixed race couples, especially if like that's his lived experience, then cool. Like, I think it's great. You and I both come from mixed race couples. So I think like, you know, I don't have a problem with it. I just don't think this movie is a good representative representation nope. of a lived experience. It's like, <laughs> I, I mean, like, especially having grown, grown up in families that, you know, have white, black, mixed race, like, it's way more subtle than this, my friend, even when it's funny. You know, like we talked earlier about Guess Who, which was really funny. Yeah. At no point did did Bernie Mac call Ashton Kutcher white boy. Mm-mm. Like the only time that it really came up directly was like when the grandfather came to visit and he's like, did y'all know he's white? He's like, <laughs> yes, like we all know. Like, you know, like and that's funny. Like but this, this is like completely missed for me as far as comedy. Yeah. The, the comedy just doesn't work a lot for me. There's a few parts that I found funny. Like yeah. Mike Epps, I really enjoyed yeah. in this. He had some funny moments. There's some bits towards the beginning that like feel like improv moments between like Jonah Hill and his boss that he's working with. Like, everyone oh, yeah. enjoyed that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The podcast is funny. So so Jonah Hill works on a podcast with his friend Mo, and I thought the podcast was funny. I think they had some funny bits. In the beginning, they're talking about, like, how cool, you know, Barack Obama is, and, like, we can all relate to that. Um, but, like, I mean, I thought that was cool. Um, I really liked Mo. Mo was, yeah, I could have, I could have used more of her character. Though. Yeah, yeah. Although there is a line, she says, at the, towards the end, I think. Yeah. Um, regarding where, it, it just goes against the whole movie, but she says that, oh, white people and black people can never be friends. Yes! Okay, again, so, like, at the end, of, <laughs> so, I was trying to go, back up. I know, I was, we were trying to go in a direction of, like, what's positive about this movie, and, like, here we are. But, no, just because, like, so, at this point, Ezra and Amira have gone their separate ways periodically because they just can't make it work. And then, like, Mo, who is black, who at, at, up until this point had been encouraging Ezra yeah. to, like, wow, like, this is great. I'm really happy for you. Glad you found somebody. Like, this is how you, like, she's giving him advice the whole time. And now, at this point in the movie, she's like, well, white and black people will never be able to get along. Like, out and I'm of just nowhere. like, what? Like, what is the point of this movie? Like, I I don't understand what the message is. Like, yeah. at one point, we're trying to be together. Another point, we're not trying to be together. And now, like, I'm encouraging you, and now I'm not. Like, it was... It yeah, was I don't get the moral or the lesson in this. Like, the movie feels like it's working against itself. Uh, but one part of the movie, I will say that I did enjoy. <laughs> There's these transitions uh, throughout the movie. Like, photo montages. Yeah, photo montages. And videos and videos of LA, like snapshots of LA. And you could tell there's like a lot of passion behind this where like there's something being said, like someone is proud to be from LA. LA. Yeah. yeah, it felt like a love poem to LA or like an ode and the music too. Like it was very easy billboards mm-hmm. and like just like the culture of LA. That was really nice. It felt super out of place very in this place. movie, but it, it was really nice to see. It reminded me of Insecure in a way on HBO. Um, I would recommend that. As if I have to say it's on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, that was good. 
Um, was there anything else that you enjoyed about the movie? Oh, uh, positives. <laughs> uh, I really liked the siblings. So Ezra mm-hmm. and Amira both had siblings. Both of them were pretty, pretty dry and funny. Um, in my opinion, the brother has a few lines like <laughs> on the airplane. They're talking about scene, yeah. Mo. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. We can't say it in the podcast, but it's, it was a really, it was a really funny scene. He was like, yeah, they're on our chest. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So that that was funny. I thought Ezra's sister was really funny. She's like, she's like, you know, younger than him probably, and she's a lesbian and she you know she has some like funny one-liners and some funny chemistry like totally hitting on amira too when they first oh yeah yeah you are so beautiful yeah yeah (laughs) yeah 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 i thought that was fun but um that's really worried i mean like i was just wait when this movie ended there was just an audible wow like at the end of this movie we were just like thank god it's over it was like being put out of your misery like i yes it's two hours long and it's one of those movies that just feels like so long. And by the time it ends, you're like, thank you. Thank you for stopping. (laughs) Like it just, there's just ridiculous plot points. Uh, The writing is just everywhere. It feels like it contradicts itself. The comedy really doesn't work for me. It's so disappointing, the comedy, because we love Jonah Hill. We stand Jonah Hill. Like, and Eddie Murphy. We don't get to see him that much. And we saw him in this what like after all this time yeah that's really disappointing and just a minor detail so uh jonah hill was in a movie uh 22 jump street and there's a plot line where he's actually seeing this black girl and ends up being ice Ice daughter yes yes and that was handled so much better that was hilarious and it was it was so much funnier than anything they tried doing in this movie and and i just don't understand how you did it right here, and then you get to this, and it just, it doesn't work. Well, it's the writing. It's, I mean, he, I don't think he was that involved at a like production level on 22 Jump Street. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know for sure, but that would be my guess. I think it's Kenya Barris. <laughs> it's Kenya Barris's fault. <laughs> Tell me the director. It's his fault. <laughs> okay, I think we have, Ugh. like, beaten this movie to death. Like I think I think, I think people done. understand where I, we're at. Yeah, I yeah. think we've made our point. So we would love to hear what you guys thought. If you, especially if you liked it, tell tell us what you liked. We'd love to hear that. I'm genuinely happy <laughs> if you enjoyed this movie. <laughs> I just strongly disagree, and that's okay. <laughs> it's not for everybody. Better luck next time. We'll do another movie, and hopefully it'll be better for us. Sounds good. <laughs> cool. Hey guys, Brittany here. Thanks for listening to this episode of our Untitled Movie Podcast. We want to know your thoughts on the movie, so if you have a chance, check it out and let us know what you think.